Hello, baby, hello. Haven't seen your face for a while. Have you quit doing time for me? Or are you still the same spoiled child? Hello, I said hello. Is this the only place you thought to go? Am I the only man you ever had? Or am I just the last surviving friend that is? Welcome to Sue Watches Buffy, a podcast where I suit and watching Buffy and Angel for the first time while my sister Emily guides me through. Today we are talking about some season five Angel episodes. We are going to talk about Harm's Way, Soul Purpose, and Damage. I'm Sue. I'm Em. Any message for Buffy? Where you're a moron. Ah, there's your heart. Hey, what do you know? It is a dried up little walnut. We were just about to. Oh, for the love of Spike. It's you. It's really you. I purpose thought I was holding on to false hope, but. I knew you'd come back. <laughs> you're like, you're like Anne of the White resurrected from the pit of the Balrog. More beautiful than ever. <laughs> He's alive, Frodo. He's alive. And we have no bee with us. Because she had a baby. She had a baby. George Wait. Simon Wright. Was born yesterday. Oh, February 2nd. Is that right? Yep. Groundhog Day. That's right. Groundhog Day. Healthy. Full-sized. <laughs> Eight pounds, seven ounces. A full five pounds bigger than his sister Lucy was when she was born. <laughs> like a whole baby bigger. <laughs> <laughs> So congratulations, B. Yep. B's doing good. Babe's doing good. Yeah. Maybe she'll join us next week. We don't know. Yeah. So. I think we have another guest on. Oh, Harold. Harold's going to be on. For next week? Mm-hmm. All right, on. I guess if we work out schedules, but he signed up for them. Oh, right on. Well, speaking of... Speaking of Harold, we have no cat's crypt, so we're going to get right into our feedback. Cat's been slacking. She has, although it sounds like she has not been slacking on her watching. Let's see, she said... uh, I text her on Monday just to see if we can get a cat's crypt. And um, she said she'd try. And then she said, I've banked quite a few episodes lately. Mm, nice. 
Maybe she's trying to get through them so that, because I'm going out there in about three weeks. Yeah, me too. I mean. Yeah, so we can watch the Buffy season finale with her. Right, and I'll be only I'll only be out there for a couple days, so we'll need to fit that in. Yep. Or the series finale, I guess. Yeah. So. Anyway, cool. Okay. Let's get on to feedback. Alrighty. You want to go ahead and read Harold's then? Sure. Okay. Harm's away, still purpose and damage. He says, My younger sister once lent me her season 5 DVDs, so I learned from the commentaries that David Boreanaz had some sort of knee injury around this time, which explains why Angel spends much of these three episodes sitting or lying in bed. <laughs> I noticed that in sole purpose, but not the others. <laughs> um, Harm's Way is one of those episodes that is a lot of fun, but I don't have much to say about it. It is another Angel episode that has a parallel to a Buffy one, this time to the Zeppo. Once again, we follow around a less central character, and actually, Harmony is a lot less central to Angel than Xander was to Buffy, while our main characters are working on avoiding some sort of demon war in the background. Mercedes McNabb gets a rare chance to shine and pulls it off. I love the montage sequence where Harmony is getting ready for work and her after-work drink scene with Fred. <laughs> I know, I love her getting ready for work scene. Yep. Um, the Wolfram and Hart under new management film was also fun. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love Angel. Like his scenes, he's just like fiddling with stuff on his desk. He just seems so, so uncomfortable. uncomfortable. <laughs> it's, it's a nice touch. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't think about the comparison to the Zippo, but yeah. I didn't either. I mean, the there stakes was... are less. True. And yes, yeah. Harmony is less of a central character, but yeah, there's definitely a vibe. Uh-huh. Um, Soul Purpose is my favorite of this grouping. I like dream sequences when they are well done, and I like several of the ones in this one, especially the ones involving Spike saving the world from an apocalypse and becoming a real boy, <laughs> while Angel <laughs> sadly rolls away his mail car like numerous <laughs> <laughs> in his Dwight shirt. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> I also like the scene with Fred emptying out Angel's chest. I assumed that the license plate was a Jaws reference. Yes, I watched the commentary and it was. <laughs> I wrote that down. I was like, hey, it's like Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> but what is with the bear? The bear is my favorite part of the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's so random and funny I love it <laughs> um, I also like that Angel's nightmares ended by having Spike save him and say that he was merely helping the helpless <laughs> it's like Angel's nightmare came true <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think Soul Purpose is my least favorite of the three. Oh yeah interesting yeah I liked it I liked it I liked them all fine but if I was to rank them all, that's my least favorite. He says, I'm not really sure what is going on with Lindsay. Why is he pretending to be Doyle? Why did he send Spike to save Angel? I thought he was trying to get his revenge on Angel, not help him. 
Plus, doing so inadvertently led to his girlfriend, Eve, being found out. Yeah, I'm I'm very confused about Lindsay. <laughs> Harold why? comes up with a theory later <laughs> about that. <laughs> but why does he pretend to be Doyle? Isn't Angel the only one that knows about Doyle in this group? Um, yeah. Cordelia would, but she's gone, obviously. <laughs> no sign of Cordelia. <laughs> <laughs> no mention of her. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I could talk too much about it or <laughs> I. So I watched the commentary, like I said, and um, did you notice who who directed this episode? Uh-uh. It was David Boreanaz. This was his oh. first time directing anything. He, he directed the, the soul purpose. Soul. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, okay. While I guess he had his knee surgery, so that's weird. <laughs> it's a weird episode to have him do that. <laughs> <laughs> but they talked about it a little bit. Um, I don't know, they even had him dress a little bit like Doyle. I don't know. We can probably discuss it later in the season. They had Lindsay dressed like Doyle? Yeah, that's what they said. And I tried to notice and I forgot. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. He didn't pull it off. <laughs> but an interesting fact is that they shot the whole thing with all the extras and everything, calling him. Oh, I forgot the name now. Sean. And now I don't. It was kind of weird. They said because the extras started leaking that Chris Gaines was back, but he was a character named Sean. And so they kept talking about Sean, and they're like, so it worked. It like <laughs> kept the surprise. They're like, if we would have had him say Doyle when all the extras were there, mm-hmm. then they totally would have caught on. And I thought. I don't really get what's going on. <laughs> they huh. knew he was back. I don't know. Like they thought he was playing a different character? No. They couldn't have thought that. Right. Anyway, whatever. Hmm. I'm confused. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. Damage. I'm glad that halfway through the season they have finally dealt with the fallout from Chosen and caught us up a bit with what is going on with the gang from Sunnydale. I don't think it's a big surprise that not all of the activated potential slayers are ready or deserving of that power. See Faith and Buffy Season 3. But it is an interesting concept for an episode. I totally... Oh, I don't totally buy this... Sorry, let me start again. I don't totally buy that this is how such a scenario would play out. However, but I am willing to shush it for the sake of the episode. (laughs) That's right, Harold. Just shush. (laughs) It's better, Harold, when you can just shush. (laughs) (laughs) But really, it is hard to believe that Giles and the others would leave a mentally unstable slayer alone in a hospital, or that they would send Andrew to deal with Angel, especially in that final scene. Why were those slayers hiding from view until Andrew called for them? 
And why was Andrew speaking to them in the first place? <laughs> speaking for them in the first place. Shouldn't that role go to a slayer? Anyway, shush. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all good questions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> um, first of all, do you want to just give a little shout out to Andrew being back? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I was so excited. I know, I was excited for you to see Andrew again. <laughs> But I was sad. I saw his name as a guest star, and I was like, oh, sweet. Oh, Bip. Yeah. I didn't know they spoiled that. I never noticed it. Yeah. A lot of times I try and just not watch just in case things like that happen. But I happened to look up and saw his name. Yeah, I forgot about that being a possibility. Um, Okay, here's... My thing is, for addressing his first hard-to-believe that Giles would leave a mentally unstable slayer alone in a hospital, I can, my brain can just say that she was a lost slayer and they didn't know about her. That's kind of, yeah. I think slayers do fall through the cracks. They don't know where they all are. And sure. So somehow they do know where some are, but I think she would be an easy one to totally fall off the radar of the council and everything because you know they did a crappy job sometimes <laughs> right Buffy fell off the radar anyway so that's what my brain my brain says that she they didn't know about her um, sending Andrew Andrew um He said that he's been training with Giles, and he's faster, stronger, and 82% more manly. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm guessing, although it's really weird, having all the Slayers is the weirdest part for me, that they all came and they were all lurking in the shadows. I don't know where Giles' headquarters is. Did they ever say? I mean, they talked about, it didn't really say where Giles was. Yeah. So I'm guessing he and Andrew were pretty close, right? Right, because... Probably in California. So Xander's in Africa. <laughs> yes, and Willow and Kennedy are in or South Brazil. America. Yeah, and Buffy's in Rome. Buffy's in Rome. Yeah, but I don't... I don't yeah. think they said where they are, so... Yeah. I'm guessing it makes the most sense that him and Andrew are have some sort of base close to L.A. somewhere, not in Sunnydale, because that's gone, close by where they're, they've got a lot of slayers and they're training them, and Andrew must have really, you know, you want to say that Andrew's really improved, but he kind of didn't seem so much. I mean, he didn't show us anything that wowed me. <laughs> <laughs> he just seemed the same old Andrew. Yep. <laughs> So, I don't know. I'm guessing that Giles just didn't want to go, or Anthony Stewart Head, more likely, (laughs) didn't want to appear. Yep. And he figured Andrew and all these Slayers can handle it. And I don't know. It's... Yeah. It's odd. It's... I rolled with it. I roll with it because it's just obviously a showcase for the scene. 
and I'm okay dealing with stuff like that a lot of the time. That it's like, well, they wanted the grandiose gesture of having all those slayers there, and I think the nobody trusts you there anymore mm -hmm. was significant, and they wanted to do that, and they wanted to just make an impact, and so having all the slayers be in the shadows... Although this new Watcher's Council kind of a thing, whatever they have going on, still seems a little patriarchal if they're going to have Andrew speak for all the Slayers. <laughs> we can shush that. <laughs> we haven't read the comics, so we don't know. Anyway. Yes, yeah. Harold, anyway, shush. <laughs> shush. Just shush it. It's all fine. Um, Sue, I don't know about you, but the first time that I saw Spike with his hands cut off, I immediately thought, good thing Wolferman Hart knows how to restore hands. <laughs> oh my gosh, Harold, I wrote down. <laughs> I've got, holy crap, no way. Is this Lewis Nation? Oh wait, Wolferman Hart can give him new hands like Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> Evil hands. <laughs> <laughs> so, I... It wasn't my immediate thought, but close to immediate. <laughs> yeah, I... Whew, this was a really intense episode, my first watch. <laughs> I still remember just really, just it really made an impact on me. I thought it was going to be like... Like he was having like a, like a drug uh, hallucination or something. Uh... I, I just I was really like, disturbed. I know I thought no of the, that Wolfram and Hart can set it right, because they can. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, no way. And then I was I was like, they're not going to have Spike with And then I was like, no, Wolf and Hart can fix it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he says that after he thought about Wolfram and Hart and knows how to restore hands, he didn't give it a second thought. It just didn't carry any real shock or weight. By the way, is Lindsay's hand still evil? And if so, did the evil spread to his brain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. I have to say, even though I figured out fairly quickly that Wolfram and Hart can probably do something, it it carried shock and weight for me. It really disturbed me. <laughs> but maybe because I have a lot, I have a lot of stock and spike, <laughs> <laughs> and I was totally pulled in my first time thinking that he was the one that tortured that little girl and so I was really upset did you ever think it was him yeah it, at first yeah I, yeah oh yeah I totally did so until he started really denying it figuring out that she thought it was him and he started denying it I believed him same because Spike Spike owns up to what he's done, and he yeah. pretty much always has. Yeah. You know, so. But yeah, I bought it, and yeah, I I found the hand thing very disturbing. It that always freaks me out. I'm I'm not a big fan of losing limbs. <laughs> Unless you want to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> they want to watch Game of Thrones. We're men then. Then. <laughs> <laughs> then chop off a leg. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be 
very entertained for a while there. Especially right. if it's Mad Men. I don't know about Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, I'm counting on that. But I don't know. It always freaks me out like that scene in like the American Horror Story with Flipper Boy and and Freak Show. Mm-hmm. Spoiler. I don't know. Just I always get disturbed when in a movie or a TV show when someone's like out and then wakes up and like while they've been out someone like cut off. Oh real. man. <laughs> yeah. Freaked me out. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that happened to Flipper Boy. It's horrible. Yeah, and I've seen it. It's a freaky thought. Yeah, that's the truth. I'm having flashes of it happen to someone's leg or legs too, and I can't remember what it's coming from. But the thought of waking up and seeing that realization out of a just, dark state is oh, that terrifying. Just <laughs> it just couldn't be worse because that's got to take a lot of mental. Can you imagine trying to, especially coming out trying of a drug spit, yes. trying to process that? Yes. Because if you, if you know ahead of time we're going to have to amputate, you know, <laughs> then I, that's it's probably just almost impossible to prepare for it. So to, like, just have, oh, it just freaks me out. Yeah. So we can't say we had the same experience. <laughs> <laughs> but. I knew they'd be fixed right away, but yeah. just that initial. There Ooh. is still shock and wait. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. For at least a good five to ten seconds. Um, and plus, combined with thinking that he killed her, or he tortured her and killed her family is... Right. Tough. It was tough. It was, it was tough. It was intense. In fact, I warned B that it was a little intense. Uh-huh. I, I just asked her casually... <laughs> with all the new baby hormones and stuff, if there are any episodes in the future that might have a little emotional weight, if she would like a warning. (laughs) I get a post. Yes, I do. Who dies? (laughs) Spike's hands. Spike's hands. see exactly what she had. It was funny. It was just all in caps. Who <laughs> 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 She's so funny. <laughs> she goes, yes, definitely. Who died? That <laughs> <laughs> was like... Yeah, it was the day before she had George. She sat down and watched these episodes because she didn't know when she'd <laughs> be able to watch them. Wait, I guess we have a little feedback from me. <laughs> I get a, I got it. Andrew, oh my goodness, I'm so happy. I thought it was Martin Freeman at first. <laughs> <laughs> She said, I guess they're going for a Hobbit vibe. (laughs) He kind of did have Hobbit hair. He did. I can see why she loves Martin Freeman and it makes me laugh. (laughs) And I said, I'm excited about Sue's reaction to Andrew and Spike's reunion and all his Lord of the Rings references. (laughs) 
she's going to be so happy. <laughs> he had a lot of them. I know. <laughs> I was like, she gets Andrew and Lord of the Ring references. <laughs> okay. Um, but back to Harold's feedback. Um, okay. He says... On the other hand, when Andrew says that no one trusts Angel anymore, that was a bit of a surprise. I wonder if Andrew is really speaking for Buffy, or if he is just speaking for Giles. I'm kind of surprised about that, too. I think when he said, no one trusts you anymore, no one, I think that second no one was specifically Buffy. Doesn't that make sense? I mean, I don't know how much sense it makes. Unless you just think about them not speaking to Angel, you know. Uh-huh. They don't have any contact with him. All they know is that he started running Wolfram and Hart. Um, yeah, I could I... see them just... I I could see that... I think the smart thing would do is, is to maybe have Giles maybe even talk to Wesley or, you know, kind of watch her to watch her. Right. Or call Angel himself and kind of see what's going on instead of just... But then I can just see them all just blanketly, let's just keep an eye on this, you know, situation. Because I don't know... You know, I think it's... I don't think it's a really deep distrust, but I think there's... I I can see it. it. I can buy the fact that they... Even Buffy would be a little wary and maybe think they need to keep an eye so like we could assume that they all know about Wolfram and Hart and yeah everything they're up to okay yeah we can they obviously know he's running Wolfram and Hart and they must know what that is yeah although interesting but I mean she kind of seemed to know about it when he went and saw her in Chosen, right? Well, Didn't he mention Wolfram and Hart? That's where he got the amulet? Yeah, and I mean, he's the one that provided the thing that, like, saved them all. That's true. So you interesting. Know, I didn't think of it that way. So, yeah, I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> But I do, I assume Andrew is speaking for Buffy, as I, it just makes sense to me that the second no one would be Buffy. Almost like, no one trusts you anymore, and if in case you're thinking, well, if anyone would trust me, it's Buffy, nope. (laughs) Right, right. That makes the most sense to me. It does. And I think he is speaking for them. Like I said, I think they've just are a little wary and have their eye out. I think it's kind of crappy that they haven't contacted him if they are concerned. Or even Wesley. But whatever. Um, Okay. I should mention that the blog post I mentioned last time also had this episode on its 13 best angel episodes. I totally disagree, but I thought it was worth mentioning to show the diversity of opinions out there. Yeah, that list was half fine and half total crap. Guess what episode made the 13 best? 
the numero cinco one, right? Yes. <laughs> Did we talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty late. Anyways, okay. Um, okay, Sue, we are now halfway through the season, and the best is yet to come. As I look through Emily's last four groupings, I can say that each one has at least one great episode, and some of them have more than one. So enjoy, Harold. Yay, that makes me happy. Yeah, he's not lying. Gosh, there's only four groupings left after tonight. Yeah, crazy. Wow. Well, it needs to be. We're hitting February. In fact, I think we need to do two episodes sometime. Okay. Not this week. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Thanks, Harold. Thanks, Harold. Oh, yeah. Then he's got that follow-up. Oh, sorry. Yes. Went out of Gmail. I can. Oh. (coughs) No, go ahead and read it. Okay. So, he, Harold sent a second email that says, a follow-up to my feedback. I've been thinking about it, and I think I figured out Lindsay's motivation. Lindsay was jealous over Darla. Not only did she leave him for Angel, Angel somehow had a child with her. Angel kept trying to get Lindsay to quit Wolfram Hart, but Lindsay stayed because he wanted to move up the corporate ladder. Finally, Angel convinced him to leave town after the whole evil hand deal. So, Lindsay left only to find out that no, not only does Angel now work for them, he runs the damn place. It is enough to drive a lawyer crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe by recruiting Spike, Lindsay is trying to form his own bizarro season one team angel with him. <laughs> with him, Spike, and Eve. And drive Angel just as crazy as he is. What do you think, Harold? That, That's yeah. a very good reason for him to be mad at Angel. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't mean, even think of that. I forgot about Jar Darla even had a child with her and was head of Wolfram and Hart, which is something he probably never even dreamed he could ever achieve. He wanted to be like head of a department, but Right, right. Not CEO of the company. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and, and Angel convinced him to go. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I totally forgot about all that. <laughs> Yeah, that must that you know, I that makes sense. So somehow and Frankly, I don't remember if all this comes out later. <laughs> I know we do see more of Lindsay, but Right. I I honestly don't remember. So somehow when Lindsay's in Omaha or whoever he was he found out about this and was just like nope. Yeah, I can, I can, I don't have any trouble buying that he had some friends still feeding him info. Right, exactly. That makes sense. This whole Doyle thing is just not, I can't even try to figure out why he's doing this. It just doesn't make any sense to me because, like, Fred and Gunn and Wesley just weren't around when Doyle was around. Or Spike. (laughs) Like. The one that's really getting it. Yeah, so it's just weird. 
Well, I know that Angel made a huge impact on... Well, Doyle made a huge impact on Angel, and, you know, Lindsay could have figured that out. And, especially with Harold's new theory, it he may not give a crap about anyone else. He might just really care about Angel, and so if he's the only one that cares about Doyle or knows about him, then he doesn't care as long as Angel is disturbed by it. Yeah, but... I mean, Doyle died, so... I don't think he's trying to hide from him necessarily forever, but... So it's kind of messing with him. I guess so, yeah. I guess if if the goal is to try and, like, drive him crazy, but that just seems like a weird con to me. Well, it sounds like he's trying to kill him, too. Yeah. I don't know. I'm confused. Yeah. We can discuss more of it when more information becomes available to us. (laughs) Yes. Alrighty. All right, so in this season we have um, number five, number fifteen, and number nineteen. Um, which one's number five? Gosh. I think I'm going to go with Damage is 5, Harm's Way is 19, and Soul Purpose is 15. Yep. Nice. Nice. I did it again. You did. You are, I don't know, you've like graduated into like... (laughs) (laughs) Buffy and Angel. You yep. just graduated. Starting to figure out what people like. Okay. So I And I think I think Harm's Way is pretty fun and I I think mm-hmm. it's just such a good season that number nineteen. Yeah. Even number 19's this good. Exactly. Yeah, no, I liked I liked Harm's Way. Yeah, which is ranked number 98. No way. Out of 110? Oh, really? Wow. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Harm's Way is the only one... I was able to watch a second time. Mm. The other two... Just one-timers? Nope. One-timers and with flu medicine in me. So my notes are... (laughs) (laughs) Not a lot of notes. (laughs) 
So, yeah, Harm's Way, my first is, I knew it was going to be a Harmony episode. (laughs) And I really did enjoy watching her get ready for work, and I don't know, it's just funny to watch a vampire, like, do regular stuff. (laughs) Brushing her two sets of teeth, and... (laughs) Lifting up the dresser yeah. to get her shoe. <laughs> it's always just good fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and... My first note is, could Angel be a bigger douche? <laughs> they really played up his jerkiness. I mean, to... Mm-hmm. Because it's her point of view, I'm guessing. Right. But, you know, kind of like we wondered if there was a little interesting perspective on the Zeppo because it was Xander's point of view. It's possible they did did that for this one. But I don't know, maybe he is always that. I don't I don't like to see managers and people with more power than someone else treating people like dirt. Right. And he did do that. I mean, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. No, he's really become quite the douche. Yeah. Since. I'm sorry. He's stressed and unhappy with the situation or whatever, but it does not give you an excuse to treat, especially your, what would you call them? your underlings in that way. Right. It seems like the Hyperion angel would never do that. They were a team. (laughs) Yeah. But this is Harmony's perspective and he needed to be a jerk to her because she needed to have that stress to make the episode what it was. Right. Exactly. But I sure felt bad for her about how little she matters to Spike. Me too. And well, she did do a little bit at the end there, but it didn't make up for No. And she really there is a point where she just really starts to cry. Oh yeah. It's that... really heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, there were tears in her eyes when Yeah, when he's saying goodbye to everyone and she's gotta be like, Oh, no goodbye for me, you know? Yeah. And he just says, like, keep it real or something. I mean, he does something, like, so... Yeah. That's not cool, Spike. Mm-mm. And then the other girls in the office, obviously ignoring her. and Yeah. I felt bad for her. Yeah. And she really is trying hard, and she does have a point. She doesn't have a soul, so she really has to try hard. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I thought she and Fred were really cute together, though. I liked. Yeah. I liked their little scene at the at the bar. Yeah, that first scene. I think the first half of the episode, at least, Fred's makeup seemed really different. Did you notice? It uh-uh. reminded me of like 
like the space Barbie look of the popular in the late nineties. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it just did. I had flashbacks. I didn't do it like that because I was a little too vampy. But I had roommates that did look like space Barbies. Space Barbies. I don't know what that is. Um, I don't know. Have you ever seen like a model or something dressed up in kind of like a intergalactic theme? <laughs> yeah. Frosted lip gloss and like instead of smoky eyes, it's more like white to light blue. Okay, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. That gotcha. is the Space Barbie look. And that was popular in the late 90s. Gotcha. Okay. I like the whole harmony with that dude's body. I thought <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, trying to... The little hijinks. <laughs> All the scenes of putting people in the closet. <laughs> oh, that was great. And Fred. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> Next to you know Lauren's in the closet. <laughs> yeah. I've got Fred does autopsies. <laughs> Um, Isn't he like a physicist? (laughs) She didn't do the autopsy. I think they called it an autopsy body. She needed to look at the autopsy body and look at the report. And I thought, how, what time of the morning is it? (laughs) Because (laughs) it doesn't make any sense that Harmony would get up, find a dead guy, put him in a dumpster, and then have it, what did they find it in like a landfill? They, it didn't. I feel like they didn't find him in her dumpster. They found it wherever the dumpster went. Got to a coroner. Did had an autopsy done and made it to Wolfman Hart. Because <laughs> it still seemed like about mid morning. About ten. <laughs> yeah, there's just <laughs> there's just no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shush Rama right there. Yep. Good shushing. But yeah, I... I kind of figured someone was framing Harmony. I think when she mentioned it, mm, when, when, right. she, when she figured out, she's like, I'm a left biter, not a right biter, or whatever, that whole... Mm-hmm. And she's like, Someone's framing me. She says it to like herself, and I was like, "Ooh, I bet she's right. I bet someone is framing her." Yeah, because it's it's not like I'd even blame Harmony or anything if she did go to bed with that guy and accidentally bite him and kill him. I mean, she doesn't have a soul, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, especially if she was like roofied or something, right? Which we, you know, you never know when you see some guy about to buy her a drink and then the next scene is them in bed together waking up and being Mm -hmm. like oh what did I do (laughs) right 
Where are we at? Or what's your next note or something? <laughs> Just that someone's framing harmony. I don't have any notes after that. <laughs> <laughs> so basically all the girls don't like her because she's the one that got the job. Yeah, jealous, workplace jealousy. Okay. I don't know if that girl's been a, I don't exactly know what a steno, steno pool is. <laughs> I'm guessing it's just secretaries for the company. And you yeah. want to be secretary to like, you want to be the personal, like the personal assistant, assistant type. Yeah. To someone, especially a big boss. And so when they need a new assistant, there's just all these random secretaries that just work for the company that they can like choose from. Right. There's a little like that in Mad Men, actually. I was going to say, it. I thought it was more of a, a thing of, like, the 50s and 60s. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I there think... actually aren't technically secretaries anymore anyway. Yeah. So, I think that's what it was. She was just someone who typed things up and filed, and but not for really anyone in particular, probably. Yeah, and the big goal is would be to be the boss's person, and she just kind of waltzed in there, and a few weeks later was it. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I get it, but, I mean, she also knew him. Right. So that makes sense to me, too. That. And that is why she was picked. Right, right. Which, you know, in that situation, you're just not going to be able to do anything about like that. I know, I know. I did love that her thermos in the fridge had unicorn stickers on it. <laughs> <laughs> and so for someone who works in a big office that has like microwaves in the break room, uh-huh. if the microwave, if what you've put in the microwave and the microwave has turned off and you haven't gotten it out. Yes. You can get it out for him. That is one of my points, is that it didn't look like she stopped at mid-cycle. I don't it think she did. It was just in there. Yep, it was just in there. So, yeah. Dude, you snooze, you lose. Yep. <laughs> yep. And... Let's see, what else? The uh, demon clans don't work <sighs> for me. They were not funny. They were annoying. I hated them. Yeah was really annoying to me and I think they were going for funny. I think they were too. I hated the click talking. <clears throat> yeah, way I, too overdone. Just dumb. Like that click joke. Uh-huh. Ooh, way too many of those. <laughs> yep. I um, yeah, I didn't even write any notes about them cuz I just didn't like them. Yeah. And I yeah, thought they the... bring it down for me. Oh, and that lady just screaming. Oh. I just disliked it. It wasn't funny. Nope. And they really tried to make a lot of jokes out of it. Peppered through the whole thing, and none of them were real funny to me. Uh-uh. The camel didn't work on me either. Oh, the camel situation really gets my goat. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it would have been perfect... If at the very end there was some sort of like 
some comeuppance for Harmony that having a live camel would have like made them super happy. And it felt like they were going there. Mm-hmm. Because Angel was such an ass about it. He was such a jerk about it. Totally. And she really knew what she was doing. She did research about it. And this is what they eat. This would right. be very, you know, and they're all trying to be very careful to really not offend these people. And she comes up with what they eat and something that they would impress them. And he makes her get rid of it. So she orders chips and dip, which doesn't sound like something they would eat. And there was no, and it was dropped at that point. And I it was thought dropped. Yep. It, they really could have used some sort of something that would have told everybody and Harmony that the camel would have done something really great. Yep. Like if they would have thrown the chips in Angel's face and say, like, we only eat camel or something. Yeah. Where's our camel? <laughs> <laughs> we are offended. <laughs> What did they call him? Uh, whore man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, it bothers me that they put the camel in there and had Angel treat her so horrible about it and then drop it. Mm-hmm. It just, that bugs me. Like, I, I wonder if they did film it and or it was in the script and it got cut. Because otherwise, it just seems pretty crappy. Yeah. I mean, she did kind of get comeuppance because she, she spaked the sacrifice. Yeah, staked that girl <clears throat> on the table, and they took that as a sacrifice. Yes, and that was good, except what do they ended on? Get me some coffee. Yeah. When... I don't know. I think to do a good story like that, I mean, we're obviously supposed to be on Harmony's side because they were such jerks to her and treated her so shabbily through the whole thing. And she, like Xander, came through at the end. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, no one even knew about it. That was a different situation for the Zeppo. This, she could have used that. Because instead, they just ended on they treat her like crap and get us some coffee where it would have made a lot more impact if she did that plus the camel thing. Right. <laughs> I think that was a crappy move not to. I think Emily so. rewrites Angel. That's <laughs> what I would do. <laughs> Harmony and the camel. Yeah, to just make it a better story and to get their point across, I feel like what they were trying to do, which was get you on Harmony's side and have mm-hmm. a little bit of a victory. Although not a huge victory, but, I don't know, Spike at the end comforting her at the bar and her like, well, yeah, they hated me, I did matter. Huh. <coughs> I don't know. Too bad. A lost opportunity. Yep. Um, kind of douchey of Wesley, too, at the end about the coffee. <laughs> I, I was so. left disappointed in both the men. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, he totally ignores Harmony talking about how much research she did. And he's like, she's like, I could really help or something. He goes, yes, we could use lunch or something like that. And I'm like, what a douche. (laughs) If anyone should be interested in any kind of research, you'd think it would be Wesley. Yeah. Even if it is coming from Harmony. So it's probably another one of those situations where they're trying to serve their story that they want to tell more than... The character. Yeah, the like, character. Yeah. Is a failing, but... Yep. What is? I actually enjoy this episode. <laughs> Better than it sounds like I do, but... Um, I don't know. Putting it at 19, I guess, is okay. Although they put numero cinco higher, so that's not okay. <laughs> it's definitely better than numero cinco. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that list, that 13 best episodes, my favorite episode didn't even make it on there. <laughs> my favorite episode is really not that big of a stretch. So that's weird. How funny. I think it's my favorite episode. Might have to reflect a little more, but... Uh, of the season or the series? Series. Oh, wow. Well, there it has something. It has a distinction for me. <laughs> I don't know. Waiting in the Wings might be my favorite episode. That's a good one. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Let's move on. Okay. To Soul Purpose. Ranked for the series number 69. This one is just a little bit boring for me. I don't know why. Yeah. It just doesn't. It's okay. It's not bad. But it just doesn't quite do it for me. I like it alright, but yeah, I would describe it on the boring side. Um. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I think I'm probably fairly alone. Yeah. And I like it, but definitely not. I, I think I like Harm's Way a little better. I'd rather watch Harm's Way. My first I... note for sole purpose is I hate Lindsay's stupid lips. <laughs> his lips, huh? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. His lips just bug me. They always did. <laughs> and then I have Doyle. Why is he pretending to be Doyle? That just... I don't know, but it sounds like it makes sense to a lot of people, <laughs> especially writers and actors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have been <clears throat> fighting flu my whole yeah. experience with Soul Purpose, so maybe once I'm a little more clear-headed, <laughs> I'll be like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> 
I enjoyed Spike's brand of helping the hopeless. <laughs> you know, like retard usage aside, and yes, <laughs> and a little victim blaming. <laughs> yeah, it's like, geez, Spike. <laughs> Still made me laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Where did he get his fancy little steak? I don't know. Wolverine thingies. (laughs) (laughs) He probably stole them from Wesley's office. (laughs) (laughs) I could see him doing that. (laughs) And Uh, go ahead. So, the people that Spike saved in these little, you know, in the alleys and stuff, there was a couple, it was when he had those little things that came out of his wrist, the little stakes. Part of me just wondered if those were, like, set up, because the acting was so bad by the people he was saving. They... It seemed like they were pretending to be scared. Is that is that making any sense? I guess so. I didn't think of that. But... It just seemed fake to me. Like, it's Lindsay making Spike think he's saving people, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to word it. Hmm. I'd have to watch it again. It could have been Theraflu. Could have been. But I don't know. There was some about the couple that he saves. They just... Maybe they were just not good actors. <laughs> I think so. I don't remember the couple very well. But boy. Yeah, I wrote down. I was like, these are really people he's saving, right? This isn't like some thing that Lindsay's setting him up. I don't know. Well, I can't imagine... I mean, Lindsay's not really having... Um, visions. Right. Right. I knew that. So I was. I, I was just wondering if, like, he's getting people who like used to work for Wolf and Heart to pretend they're being attacked by vampires, so Spike can save them. I don't know. I I thought it was set up. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. With my knowledge. Okay. My best knowledge. <laughs> I think he legitimately found <clears throat> people. Okay. I think they just happened bad. to get some bad extras. Maybe they were trying to save a little money. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe Davis Boreanaz can't can't get people direct. <laughs> maybe that is the one he directed. That's right. No, it was a fine directed episode. It looked good, but... Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he just... Yeah, I don't know. get the extras to do what they needed to do as well as maybe some other more experienced directors can. But, yeah. I'm like, what is going on with Angel? Yeah, what? you can tell something is weird. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty early on. Well, you know, you got those dreams. 
Well, before I knew what it was, I was like, I thought maybe Lindsay was spiking Angel's blood that he was drinking somehow. Like, with something. Oh, yeah. I like that. I wrote down, are we going to get Angelus? <laughs> I was hoping for, I don't know. I like that his heart is a dried up little walnut. I know. <laughs> that was a funny scene. <laughs> Raisins and eating them. <laughs> so gross. And just the randomness. Just adding them to a bear. <laughs> I love that. Oh, and I, I like, I wrote down that I like the image of something going wrong with Harmony trying to read ruins and it goes so wrong that they catch fire. <laughs> it has a great silliness vibe to it, that image. Good Monty Python type silliness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have a license plate. Haha, <laughs> like Jaws. Yep. Um, yeah, and then... I think my favorite part was the Fred pulling the stuff out of him. The raisins was so gross, and I loved how his organs just looked like... I don't know, just Pancakes gross. or something? Like... <laughs> like the gross meat section, like the manager <laughs> special, <laughs> like <laughs> discolored steaks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the little walnut joke was awesome. That was great. Goldfish bowl. <laughs> yeah, and she called it his soul. I think that's where I was like, ooh. Oh. <laughs> Is Lindsay wanting Angel's soul? Or are we going to have another Angela's? Because I'd like to see Angelus run Wolfram and Hart. Yeah. Things would go a little differently, I think. <laughs> With Angelus at the helm. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> I thought the slimy thing. I was like, gross, what is that slimy thing? Yeah, I think that's a pretty cool image. To know it something's is. wrong and not really know what's going on. And then to just like get shocked by that thing. Sucking something out of him. So gross. Or whatever it's doing. Leeching onto him. The Buffy scene was just so badly done. Oh. It's so bad. It, like, embarrasses me. It, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't good. I feel like they... I don't know. It just, it was badly done to me. It was. I mean, that was really her voice, though, right? Yeah. It, I guess it was from the episode, The Prom, they just used. I was going to ask, did they just use, like, <clears throat> that audio, yeah. Audio from Buffy. Yep, which is a little weird, but <laughs> fine. It was just the obviousness that it wasn't Buffy. I feel like they could have done it better, a little more subtly, to where it wasn't, like, this wig hair over a face. Right, right. 
like not even show the not girl even showing the girl right that much at all and have the voice the voice was fine using audio from another show a little weird but fine it just the only thing I can't excuse is having such direct shots on this person that obviously isn't Sarah Michelle Geller. Perhaps again we're first time director that's an actor. <laughs> right. I My next note is Angel's Dwight shirt is amazing. <laughs> My next note is please do a real boy dance, Spike. <laughs> I was... A real boy dance? Doesn't Pinocchio do some sort of dance? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what an <have been> amazing. <laughs> Did you catch that it was even a blue fairy? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I was just really hoping that he'd, like, start doing some sort of jig. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty then... funny scene. The castle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And then my next note is Crockett and Tubbs. Ha <laughs> Yeah, I, was, I wrote it down so I could look it up, and then... I found the wiki and it says it's Miami Vice. Miami Vice, yeah. I was too young. I remember when it used to air, but I was too young to know their names. I never watched it, but I don't know. You just, you couldn't be live in the 80s without knowing that their names were Crockett and Tubbs. (laughs) Even if you, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, my last note is I don't like Junior (laughs) (laughs) did you like Daddy? (laughs) no (laughs) no because Junior so he kills the one and then yeah somehow he gets the stamina to You know, have his wits about him enough to pull it off of him and squish it. Mm-hmm. But the other one was just too powerful, and Spike did it. Just helping the helpless. <laughs> that is pretty good. That it wasn't a dream. <laughs> it's actually true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of a fun tie to all of his nightmares. I wonder, does Spike know that that was kind of their uh, old Angel's Investigations motto? Or did he just happen to say it? He has to know somehow. I was wondering that too. But he's got to know. I mean, that's... Yeah. It'd just be such a coincidence if... Cause it's that's like not... you're beneath me all over again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that one I'm still hold strong that that was a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. But this one, I think it's pretty 
he could have known that and knew that that would get him. <laughs> I would think he, so. He'd do that. <laughs> Just get his goat. I thought Angel's outfit. I just remembered, like, when Spike becomes the real boy and Angel goes to push the milk cart. Mm -hmm. I thought he kind of looked like he kind of had on a Dwight outfit, just not the yellow and brown. <laughs> That's what I said. Oh, did you? <laughs> I said Angel's Dwight shirt is amazing. <laughs> you know what? When you said Dwight, I thought you said Doyle. Uh oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's totally Dwight. It's Dwight. Rob has always, always just really hated a tie with a short-sleeved shirt. I hate it, too. <laughs> I don't like it either. Just not a good look. Uh-uh. I'd rather see... Someone have a long sleeve shirt on and roll up the sleeves and just a yes. short sleeve. <laughs> Rob does that constantly. <laughs> but never, ever, ever wear a short sleeved dress shirt, especially with a tie. Yeah, it's it's not the best look. It's a Dwighty look. It is Dwight. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For some reason, when you said Dwight, because we talked Doyle. Right. That's just what I heard. Um, Lindsay's tribal tats have purpose. Yeah, so they fend off. Seems like they keep him hidden from the from like the powers to be or the no the, the senior partners. The senior partners, yeah. So that's weird and interesting. Mm. Yeah. That's uh, my note. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and is this the one where... Yeah, this is the one where they end kind of they're all on to Eve being a oh yes they confront her yeah well, he figures it out from her earrings that she oh yeah was really there I thought that was a little bit of a stretch I don't know how much people really notice people's earrings it seemed sure lucky <laughs> <laughs> sure luck would have <laughs> well sure <laughs> but it is a stretch that Angel would have such a sure lucky moment when he's yeah delirious and yeah because they weren't really stand out if they were like kind of unique earrings that you know I suppose. you know but uh, but I get the vibe that Angels, you know, that's like a angel is a champion. And yeah. He's gonna get to the bottom of that. I am glad that they know that she's working against them. Yeah, because we've 
we've known for an episode or two. So I like it when the people on the show catch up to what we know. <laughs> yeah, don't drag out. I'm not a big fan of dragging out secrets like that. Are they good? Are they bad? We know, but they don't. That I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah, so. Reasonable. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, well, damage is significantly higher than the other two. Oh, damage number 16. Oh, wow. This one was number five? Yeah. Yeah, number five of the season. I like this episode. It's, like I said, we've talked about it a little bit. It's intense. It is. Oh, yeah, my first note is, goo, creepy, strong girl. <laughs> did you ever get a... Did you think she was just possessed? Did you ever get Slayer vibes? I did not. I don't think I did either. Yeah. That'd be I, a pretty big... It just did not even occur to me. I thought it was really cool when I found out, but nope. I'm sad to say. <laughs> <laughs> Make me look cool if I did. <laughs> I, I guess I could have said yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> but nope. Yep, I just thought she was just freakishly... Crazy possessed girl. I really enjoy that they did bring back the storyline of all the Slayers and the Angels team runs into one. Mm -hmm. That's really great. That's a really nice way to like cross over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to, I don't know. I I haven't read the comics. I wonder if you know. I feel like this was giving us a little glimpse into what's going on in the comics. Oh which yeah, is kind of fun. Yeah, I can only imagine the worlds are parallel, right? <laughs> I'm sure they are. Yeah, it's unclear to me about where the comics, when would they were written, if they were, you know, like did they start the comics right away, and so this was like really fun for comic readers or did the comics come out like a year later no uh, yeah I don't know I, stuff I'd like to know maybe we can glean that information as we read them you know I, I like the idea of people reading the Buffy comics while these are airing and being like oh my gosh this is going on <laughs> I think right that'd be exciting. that would be but it's probably pretty slim chance. I just really don't know at all. It's a uh, kind of a tough watch being the mother of a ten-year-old girl. <laughs> oh, I bet. Just you know, it's hard, man, to hear stuff that happens to. Even if it's pure fiction, hearing stuff, it just, man, it hits close to home. Yeah. You can't it's... help but imagine, put your, you know, your daughter in that place. Of the little girl that has her family killed and then kidnapped by the killer and tortured for months. 
to the point of being driven crazy. Ugh. Oh, it's it's awful to think about. Oh, it just story. oh, and it's sad. I mean, yeah. It, And the guy got shot like during a bank robbery or something. Convenience store. Yeah. yeah. Years later. That's that's pretty easy way to go. Yeah. I I would have liked the part two where they found him. <laughs> Angel and Spike. <laughs> yes. And I guess maybe let that Slayer do what she did to Spike. <laughs> Yes. Really cool concept, I think, having her be kind of crazy and see kind of little things that do happen with Buffy. Uh, dream sequences, um, knowing that she's having them and can't tell fiction from reality, and she's somehow getting, like, past layers dr- images into her head. Just neat. Um, I didn't catch it, but what she does with the blood on her face is what the first layer does. I caught that. I did not. I did catch that. Well, that was kind of a funny little detail when <laughs> Spike hears her speaking in Chinese. Oh, and I do like that he does the callback. I don't speak Chinese love from Fool for Love. Yeah, yeah. But I like how he's like, Oh, yeah, I figured it out. It's a Chinese demon. It's <laughs> <laughs> a funny moment. My brain at first went because I saw I saw that Tom Link was in it, and then we're in like a an asylum, or you know. Psychiatric hospital, whatever you want to call it. And, like, my brain just started doing these. I started remembering that Buffy episode where she was, like, in between those realities. Right. And I was like, is Buffy in... uh, I I, I was (laughs) almost going, they're not going to go there, are they? (laughs) (laughs) Like you just see her walk down the hall, <laughs> the Buffy from normal again. <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, I mean, it was just like a quick thought, you know. Right. That's funny. Maybe Andrew came to have Angel rescue Buffy from the asylum or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I did, after I wrote down Creepy Strong Girl, I wrote down a quote, he'll just end up coming back, haha. But I didn't write down who said it, and I don't remember the context. <laughs> um, someone, I forget now, says, if you kill Spike, he'll just, someone threatens to kill Spike, and he's like, eh, he'll just keep on coming back. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I think Angel says it. <laughs> yeah, Angel says it. I don't remember to who, though. That's right. But yeah, he's talking about Spike. Okay. Usually. Or won't die. (laughs) 
usually I at least write down who says it, and sometimes I'll even write down a little reminder, like Spike talking to, you know. Yeah, I do the same thing, because it came from learning the hard way. <laughs> if I just write it down, I won't remember. It's like me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, and I've got, oh cool, she's one of the Slayers. Why does she know so many languages? <laughs> she's all the Slayers. So do they all have that ability? No. Well, there's mystery there. I mean, Buffy's gotten into Faith's mind in that dream sequence at the hospital in season three. Right. Ender. I think they have the ability, and I think we've seen it. This is definitely new, and I'm guessing has to do with her adult mind. But yeah, it's nothing that I think we haven't really seen. We've never seen it to this capacity to this, before. Okay. So I just chalk it up to her brain being a little yeah. screwed up. Yeah, okay. Okay, gotcha. It's almost like it can't help but like run all this stuff through it. That a normal brain would be like, shush. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Like, maybe, I wonder, you know, if there's a time where Buffy really would need to do it. If she, like, trained her brain, she could... She could. Could do it. But, and this girl, since she has that ability, but she can't really control her mental state. It right, right. Flips through. Look at that, look at that, look at that. Look at that, look at that, look at that. <laughs> Times ten. <laughs> William the Bloody, and he's like, no, 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 that's not going to lead anywhere good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I've got, yay, Andrew. Then I've got Spike kidnapped her. Yeah, that's tough. Those scenes are tough. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. I know he was a bad person, but I still, even in his worst, I, especially after watching Destiny, you just don't see him wanting to torture a little girl to that capacity. Right. It seems very Angel. Like, you know, Angel said, he's like, I would have considered that a masterpiece. Right. And I guess he explained it. He's like, I, he never really got into that. It was, but Angel, it was. The terror and stuff was everything. Right. I mean, yes, Spike killed and enjoyed it. But it was different. But yeah, kidnapping and and torturing a little girl for a long time doesn't seem like his M.O. Absolutely not his style. Yeah. We know that much about him, even in his worst just doesn't seem like something that would he I don't know I just always feel like he would have saw that as just bad taste 
Dang, I did it again. Wrote down another quote. We would have had a conference call. <laughs> oh, that was Andrew. He, <laughs> he, um, Spike, he and Spike are walking down the pier, and he's like, oh, does Buffy know? And he's like, oh, that's right. <laughs> he's like, no, she, she wouldn't know, because we would have had a conference call. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> He's sure that if Buffy knew, they would have <laughs> talked about it. You just, yes. <laughs> I just picture many conference calls. Yes, and he's just, he's still just so excited that he got in with that group. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how happy he was to see Spike. He just runs up and hugs him. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. It's so funny. It's just very funny. You're like Gandalf the White. <laughs> yes. <laughs> After falling into the pit of the bellock. <laughs> he says something about, he's home, Frodo, he's home. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew just he doesn't like stick to one like nerdy he loves Star Trek he loves Star Wars he loves Lord of the Rings yep <laughs> usually there's like little groups right he just they, loves it all they don't cross over <laughs> very often that's funny <laughs> yeah and then I've just got, holy crap, no way, this has to be a hallucination. Or maybe W&H can give him new hands, like Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've got, yay, he said Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> he still got a little of that. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how Andrew's like trying to dress like Giles too, like all the tweed and yes, <laughs> that is pipe. such a great little, um, just a great little, what's the word? Well, must be getting late. <laughs> detail, just yeah, like a detail that you he said he's working with Giles and he's <laughs> trying to look like him. <laughs> <laughs> There's some good Andrew stuff here. Some real good Andrew stuff. And Penny. <laughs> Have you ever tasted a penny? No, wait. No. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I just figured out why it's Andrew that was sent and not Giles. It's because Giles needed a break from Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> and I think... I think he trusts him enough. I think he really has. Probably. Mm. I I look at it possibly like one way to look at it is maybe he has been trained well. And then just kind of still the first time being on his own. His first like mission to retreat a girl. Um, retrieve a girl. He uh, and you know stumbling into Spike just kind of brings out a little. Of the old prat, mm. prattiness. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
I love how much he adores Spike. Because <laughs> <laughs> they did have a cute little time there, like in the last couple episodes. Well, uh, I think empty places. Well, I took that little mission together and played I Spy and talked about Bloomin' Onions. Yep. That's something Andrew would really appreciate <laughs> and make an impact on him. But I love how. I think it's when he first sees Spike and they're all in Angel's office and Angel's like, you were there or something? He's like, oh yeah, it was it was mostly me and Spike. Well, Buffy helped, but you know, or something like that. Yes. <laughs> His little skewed view on things. But it really was mostly Spike. <laughs> But of course he'd have to throw himself in there too. Yeah. <laughs> and then I like Spike. This time I wrote down who said it at least, but he says, I'm physically incapable of saying that. Mm-hmm. Was that to Angel at the end in the hospital room? I'm sure it was. Let's see. It's probably a you were right. I'm not sure. I'm not quite yeah. sure that one. But they do have a great little talk, and I love that that we were innocent victims once, too. Yeah. That packs quite a little well of thoughts. (laughs) Deep thoughts. So what do you think of, because Angel was pretty adamant about not turning over the Slayer to the Slayers and Andrew. I don't get that at all. Why wouldn't you like, oh, you're going to take this crazy, deranged Slayer that's going to (laughs) need constant (laughs) help 24-7? You're going to take that burden away from me? That's what I was thinking. Like, why is Wouldn't he... Wouldn't you be like, thank you? <laughs> well, especially if he knows that Giles is around still, and... Sorry, I'm sneezing. Okay. Okay. But yeah, especially since they're taking him to where Giles is... Or taking her, you know. Yeah, because if I was in Angel's shoes, I'd be like, phew. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for That's... taking this <laughs> deranged slayer off my hands. <laughs> it's one less thing I need to worry about. I know. He's got enough on his plate, and it's already stressing him out so much. Yeah, I think about it every time I see it, and my best guess is that it's a pride thing. Just like a, I want to say, like a male pride yeah. I suppose that's, you know, not fully accurate. Women could be prideful too, but just kind of that. I saved the girl. She's my responsibility. Right. It's kind of an archaic thought. I mean, I can that see. Can't quite let go. Protesting like once, but then. 
all the slayers show up, and Andrew's quite insistent, but he still fights about it over and over, and I'm just like, just let him have her. And then Wesley, you're going to just let him take her? Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) You bet I am! (laughs) You know, even Wesley is like, really? You're really going to let her take them take her? (laughs) Except once Andrew mentions that no one trusts him, he does back down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they just needed to have that line said. Yeah. But yeah, that's something I do think about every time. Yeah. Oh, and so when the Slayer breaks out of the hospital and she goes to that convenience store or whatever, uh-huh. and she's, like, eating all the hostess stuff, uh-huh. and the guy just keeps bugging her about <laughs> making her pay, I mean, he does see that she's, like, wearing socks and is in a hospital gown, right? <laughs> yeah, and looks crazy. <laughs> There's no way I would approach that. It's like, is that your convenience? It's like, dude, let's own the convenience store. You do not want anything to do with that. (laughs) Just go to the cash register, pick up the phone, and maybe call the police. Yes. I've <laughs> obviously got an escaped <laughs> Do me a favor and come get her. <laughs> it just Oh, it just reminds me when I was when I worked at that's the graveyards at the seven eleven in Provo. Uh-huh. And it wasn't too far from the Provo Mental Hospital on Center. Right. <laughs> and every once in a while, a cop would come in and be like, so, just so you know. <laughs> There's this mental patient about? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, if I see someone wearing pajamas, I'll give you a call. <laughs> <laughs> And I'd always freak. I'd be like, "Dang it!" (laughs) That's funny. So yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a fun one. It was fun to see Andrew. Oh yeah, it's a good episode. I enjoy it. Definitely my favorite of the bunch. I would say I was a little surprised because okay so she got kidnapped when she was like 10 and she's now looks to be like what 17 18 yeah so those syringes and stuff have just been hidden in that warehouse this whole time <laughs> yeah I, I had to shush that yeah there's, <laughs> there's some shit going on <laughs> But this was a good little grouping. I liked all three of them. 
Yeah. I um, would not consider any of them clunky. I can think of one more clunker, and that's it, really. Nice. And it's, you know, season five clunky. It's not like it's season one clunky. Right. You'll know which one it is. (laughs) 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 Right on. Should we get there? Yeah. What are my... Watching next... You got three again. Um, you're gonna watch your welcome. Why we fight and smile time. Hmm. And I know you don't, but for these, I urge you especially not to read the descriptions. Oh, no, I never do. Yeah, I knew you didn't, but just in case. <laughs> these these are ones I read them yesterday, and I thought, so better not read these, because they give away stuff. <laughs> yeah, I I don't even do it on shows. I don't podcast about. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I just like to be surprised. I read them. I'm a reader of them. (laughs) Staunch reader of them. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. So, okay. So, you're welcome. Why we fight. And smile time. So... You're welcome. I'm going to say that this is like Spike is going to somehow help Angel with something like something to do with Lindsay. And Angel's just too big of an ass to say thanks. And Spike's like, you're welcome. (laughs) You're (laughs) welcome. You know, like you do in that sarcastic way. Right. right. <laughs> um, why we fight. Uh, I don't know. It just all seems like very angel and spike to me. <laughs> I was gonna, I was said like this could be a, another flashback to Angelus and yeah. William the Bloody, but we've already kind of... This one could have been Destiny. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's like some sort of spell that's making them all fight. There we go. I'm going to go with spell on that one. About time for a spell gone yep. wrong. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then... Since life of the party, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Smile time. I'm just going to call that one the clunker. (laughs) (laughs) 
just based on his name. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the clunky one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it was in this groupie. <laughs> no, but <laughs> there's only four groupies left. It's got to be in one of them. <laughs> True. <laughs> and that title is just weird. It's probably not in the last one. There you go. Yeah, see. Unless so. they pull a fish. Go fish. <laughs> go fish. <laughs> Unless they pull a season one Buffy move. <laughs> oh, they'll never live that down. <laughs> that was season two. Oh, season two. That was in the middle of the Angela storyline at the oh, end. <laughs> it's like the worst place episode in history. <laughs> <laughs> Until smile time. Just kidding. Yeah, or maybe smile time could be something like Angel's got a. He's been so down and broody. He's got to put on a happy face for. Maybe we'll finally meet, like, the senior partners or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yep, that's what I got. All right. So, all right then. And we have Harold with us on these three. Yes. Okay. Maybe there's not a clunky in this one, then. Hmm. Okay, well. I'm just not saying much. <laughs> uh, nope, you're not. You're just letting me babble. <laughs> Where's B? <laughs> yeah, we really need B. I just don't want to say anything. I really can't say anything. Oh, yeah, no. It's fine. Oh. Well, all right. Bye. Well, you can send us feedback to SueWatchesBuffy at gmail.com. Join us on Facebook or Twitter, although Twitter, we're only under Yes Mother. <laughs> and I'm not very active on it unless the Bates Motel is going on. <laughs> In a month. You can join it if you want. <laughs> Yep. We're getting to that point again where we're getting close to the new thing starting and we start to get uh, more followers. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, except that they didn't put season three on Netflix for February. So weird. Um, you know, they don't announce everything. Hopefully it just kind of yeah. On there. You would <laughs> they think. They didn't announce that Dick Van Dyke Show was leaving. Oh, it did? Yes. Oh. That was not a pleasant surprise. That's a bummer. I would put that on every once in a while. Yeah, it's been on for a couple months, actually. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I just find it odd that they wouldn't put season three of Bates on, like, the other two, it was February, huh? Oh, I think, we're only 
two days in, three days in. Yeah. I think it was the month before the new season started. I don't know. Yeah, I think I do remember it being February, I think. Because I remember it's, there's time enough to catch up, but, right. you know, you've got to be committed. <laughs> well, I, I still haven't done my rewatch of season three. I haven't either. Matt. I even got my DVD set. I got all excited about it. And Matt's got, I loaned him the one that best oh. sent us, so I'll, maybe I'll just have to watch it while I go out there. Yeah. Going out there. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, send anyway. us feedback. We are winding up Angel now. All right. Well. All right. Good night. Get some uh, rest and uh, don't will. get too sick. I'm going to keep trying not to. Go away from my window Leave at your own chosen speed I'm not the one you want, babe I'm not the one you need You say you're looking for someone Who's never weak but always strong To protect you and defend you Whether you are right or wrong Someone to open each and every door But it ain't me, babe No, 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 it ain't me, babe it ain't me you're looking for, babe Go lightly from the ledge, babe Go lightly on the ground I'm not the one you want, babe I'll only let you down You say you're looking for someone Who promised never to part Someone to close his eyes for you Someone to close his heart Someone who will die for you and more But it ain't me, babe No, 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 it ain't me, babe It ain't me you're looking for, babe Go melt back in the night Everything inside is made of stone There's nothing in here moving And anyway I'm not alone You say you're looking for someone who pick you up each time you fall To gather flowers constantly 
And to come each time you call A lover for your life and nothing more But it ain't me, babe No, 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 it ain't me, babe It ain't me you're looking for, babe 